Hello, good afternoon. You are locked into Revive FM 94.0 on the Power Hour with your host today, Louise Power. This show is about community matters, diversity and inclusion, a platform for women, leadership, entrepreneurship and inspirational stories. And today I have a fantastic show for you. I'm very privileged to have Dr. Ole Foloyan and Dr. Nikkei Foloyan. So today, so much for joining me. Can you hear me okay? Yes, we can. I have to move a little bit over to... Hi, Nikkei. Oh, she can't hear you at the moment. <laughs> That's okay. You might take... We'll give her a minute or two. Yes. How are you? I am fine, thank you. I am doing very well. We're, can you believe we're almost in the we're in the month of February already? Already, yeah. Time flies. Time flies. It really <laughs> does. And I'm in the south, and you're all the way up in the north. Yes, that's right. Yeah. So there's two of you in the south, down south, <laughs> and I'm keeping the balance, the north-south balance. Yeah, yeah. Of as you do. <laughs> can 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 you hear us now? We'll give her. Yeah. We'll give her a minute. Yeah. So, how's how is life in Bonnie, Scotland? Um, it's good actually. The sun the sun is out today, which is uh, not not the usual experience here in Scotland. <laughs> but we've had a few um, we've had a few days of like heavy uh, uh, winds, and my f- uh, my fence needed to be replaced because it's been sort of blown away by the wind (laughs) oh gosh so you'd have to replace that one you won't be able to put it back then that's well well we got somebody who said they could do some repairs for us so it's hopefully not going to be too too painful uh painful. i can hear you now (laughs) hey we can hear you now (laughs) hello we we can we can hear you and we can see you can you hear us Um. Yeah, so, um, yes, in London as well, it has been quite sunny here too, which has been really nice. Um, yeah. I see people out and about out and about doing a little bit more leisurely activities. And I think what's quite nice is people have started to socialise again. Like oh, meet yeah. people. Have you done any in-person meetings yet, like real Real ones. Um, uh, I I have. Well, I've actually been in some in-person gatherings. Uh, um, uh, you know, uh, mostly mostly uh, post-Christmas parties. Oh, right. <laughs> I know. Sounds about right, doesn't it? Um, yeah. We are trying to yeah. make up for it. Well, hopefully this year, with the news that we have in terms of the pandemic calming down slightly, um, yeah. we will have a little bit more. Um, of a relaxed yes. year and opportunity right. to socialise and, and, and meet people. How are you getting on, Nikkei? Is is it the um, is it my sound um, um, that she's not able to hear? She, uh, unable to hear us both. Uh, it seems. Is it worth um, logging out and back in again? Yes, that may be. Oh, right. Okay. That's, yeah, I thought so. 
Yeah. Um, oh, yes, the bottom bar. Probably best to log in and out again. Oh, she's, she's unmuted. Yeah, so it's unmuted now. So, hello. Can you hear us? Oh, she, she can't she can't hear us. Uh, right. Because we heard her, didn't we, when she was... Yeah, we did, yeah. When she was speaking. Um, yeah, we'll, we'll go for the 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 best engineering solutions uh yeah. log off and log, log back in again <laughs> if something doesn't work switch it off and switch it back on again <laughs> well whilst whilst um nikkei's um logging off and logging in again would you just like to yeah just 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 update me on what what's been happening in in uh in the world of uh, engineering or in oh. the it, well there's lots i know there's lots going on yes, but, yes yeah just, just in terms of I know there's been lots of movement in terms of the Association of Black Engineers since that yes. we last met. Congratulations on all of the partnerships. There's so many to mention. I'm, That's I'm right. <laughs> Fill me in. <laughs> yes, yes, yeah. There's been there's been quite a lot that's been uh, uh, been happening. Uh, I mean, one of the big things that's uh, happened in the last year is that um, uh, Nick finally was able to go to Windsor Castle. And uh, receive her um, her MBE, her investor job, which is pretty exciting, given um, where we uh, uh, started all those years ago. The idea that that fantastic, uh, well, just that that seed would take us all the way to uh, to you know to Windsor Castle. Uh, we never thought that would uh, that that would happen. So 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 that was quite a, a you know quite a special special moment. Um, we, I've also seen that for both of us, the founders, we're starting to have, you know, when we started AFBE, um, what used to happen is that we had two compartmentalized aspects of our lives. We had our jobs as engineers and we had the work that we were doing at AFBE. What's happening in recent, especially in the last year, is those things coming together. So uh, I, I was fortunate enough to get a visiting professorship to the School of Engineering at the University of Dundee. And that is actually drawing on as much of my AFBE experience as it is my engineering experience. And so it's just a good example of uh, just how far things have gone. And yes, as you said, multiple partnerships are being uh, being formed uh, with uh, the, some of the most recent ones are with a company called GKN Aerospace. Uh, and they are a a huge defense company. Uh, we've signed up uh, Bechtel, Worley is another big engineering company signed up with us recently, uh, and many, many others. Uh, and you know that's been that's been really, really uh, encouraging. I've also had the opportunity to influence policy on, uh, on on some panels. So there is a lot being looked at within the manufacturing sector at the moment. Uh, on particularly in Scotland, how we can ensure we've got better diversity and inclusion. Uh, and I've been part of a panel looking at a number of measures there. And we, we're exploring everything from, you know, leadership to uh, issues around 
the ethnicity pay gap and 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 so many other so many other issues flexible working and so on so so yeah it's been a very interesting time to be around and interesting time to be involved with AFBE we set up a, a leadership course recently just in the last month uh and it's a leadership course called transcend and transcend is aimed at people who have gone really far in their careers they've been working as professional engi- professional engineers and this is now saying what is it going to take them to you know they often say for black employees it's not a it's not a glass ceiling it's a concrete wall so yeah. how we break that concrete wall <laughs> and get into leadership roles so that's going on at the moment as well yeah how do we break those those ceilings those glass ceilings that's um, right and- and 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 barriers and i've been looking i've been watching your story you know from the beginning of afbe and how far you guys have come and the partnerships and everything else so just for those listeners who are not familiar with the association for black engineers what do you do that's a fantastic and very direct question thank you <laughs> uh we are a not-for-profit organization a network of about 2000 engineers across the uk who uh, meet together uh, and are bound together by our love of the engineering profession. Uh, But we aim to achieve three key objectives. We want to attract more talent into the sector because there are many people out there who don't necessarily know that engineering is something that is good for them. They have perceptions of engineering that's based on the people that come into your house to fix your boiler and they think that's an engineer. Uh, and, and so we want to attract more people. We want to retain more people because we know from evidence that the industry loses quite a lot of, there's a huge interest in going to university to study engineering, but the, the industry starts to lose people after university. Uh, and that's because of issues to do with, uh, you know, getting through the door and issues around retention and uh, around retention or progression within uh, within the, the profession. Uh, and then we want to raise leaders because there's an underrepresentation there. Uh, and we run, you know, we run what we call a cradle to grave approach uh, to uh, our work. And uh, yeah, that's that's who we are. Has there has there been because um, you know I remember when you and I had our first conversation and you gave me so many like golden nuggets and information about the disparity in the yes. world of engineering um, and we you know you shared your awesome backstory you know you told me when you when you set the world on fire you know we'll say that <laughs> later. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> I can't wait for Nika to actually come and tell you about. Yeah, she, she was a lot more virtuous than me. She wasn't throwing flames. Or I, anything. I see, she was yeah, just I trying can... to make things work. Be constructive. <laughs> hi, 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 Welcome to the Power Hour. Hello, we got there in the end. We got there. <laughs> hi. <laughs> Thank you so much for joining us. Don't worry. It's it, we're in a technical world, and sometimes. It, it works perfectly and other times we just have to wait on 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 things to happen organically so that's absolutely would you do me a favor and move slightly to your i think it will be your you're right yeah (laughs) yeah we got there in the end i having the sweaty palms now because uh (laughs) i was just like oh my gosh i was looking forward to this and and (laughs) Yeah. The technology is letting us down, so <laughs> don't don't worry. We'll speak for a bit, then we'll take a, a natural break in the radio anyway. Then you'll get a moment to, to 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 have a cold drink, and then it comes straight back on. But don't go anywhere when you go on the break. 
Okay. <laughs> Try not to. Yeah. Stay right there. Um, <laughs> yeah, Nikkei, thank you so much. I've, I've got the honour of having you both here. Congratulations on your MBE recently as well. Thank you. Thank you very much. Um, would you like to introduce yourself to to the listeners and um, this, just a little bit, a little little bit about you, and then we'll, we'll speak a little bit more. We'll go back into where we was before when um, Ali was giving us a bit of an update with the AFBE. Okay, so I'm I'm Nikkei Folayan. I'm a an engineer. I'm a t- I work within telecommunications, transportation. So all your railways, highways, whatever you can think about it. If you need to get from point A to point B, I'm probably involved somehow. And even when you're walking, I'm probably involved because you probably have your phone uh, with your GPS, and you need to get to a place. So yeah, that's that's, that's my claim to fame. I am also um, co-founder alongside Ollie of AFBE which is an organization that was set up by by us to inspire people to consider careers in engineering and just to be the voice for the underrepresented people within our profession thank you so much yeah it's 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 actually awesome the work that you're doing i mean both of you have given me a summary this morning um integrally about what you what you're doing to bridge those gaps what are some of the i mean essentially th- for, for all of the commercial industry since um, the untimely death of George Floyd, things have, things have just gone through the roof um, and diversity, equity and inclusion is, is taking, um, people are taking it more seriously. Thank goodness and so for they that. Should, and, yeah, and, and, and so they should be. Um, you know, what's happening in the commercial space with, with engineering in terms of, you know, the, the, the work that, you're doing in terms of trying to bridge those gaps. Have you seen an increase in the types of um, roles that people from underrepresented groups are being employed? Have you seen um, massive big changes since you've been, since you've started to incite some of this work? Um, so, so 15 years ago, um, when we started AFPE, um, it's like, uh, I, <laughs> I always used to say that it's like, you. <laughs> this is not very nice, but it's like you walk into a room and as soon as you mention AFPE, you're kind of like, okay, uh, you know, you're the enemy. And that's, that's, that's changed um, specifically since George Floyd. Um, for us, um, I, I, we always say that um, we were talking about diversity and inclusion when it wasn't so sexy. And now that we brought sexy back, um, we're in the centerpiece of sexy within engineering. Um, so organisations who in the past would say, uh, you know, this is not for us, uh, we're very inclusive, are, mm. are starting to realise um, that, okay, we need to do something. They need to do something about it. So, 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 so for us, progression has been painfully slow for a long time, and then all of a sudden, um, it's ex- accelerated. And I remember uh, I used to be sometimes so frustrated that I'd call Ollie on my way to work, just complaining about one meeting or the other that I've been in. And as soon as I've talked about diversity, they've thought, "Oh yeah, 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 you know the gender issue," and I'm like. Nope, actually, it's the other issue that I am uh, because I can't separate one from the other. And yes. and that, that was one of our biggest frustrations, particularly within engineering, where diversity for a long time was seen about as, as, as something about gender. Um, but in terms of what your question, which is a key question, in terms of seeing people represented in organisations, I think we still have a long way, long way, long way to go. Um, one, for an industry that has a uh, male-dominated uh 
community, you'd expect to see a lot more ethnic um, diversity and black men in, in senior positions. But, but, but we, you know, I, I think we know all of them between myself and Ollie. We know all the senior black people in the, in the UK industry, um, which is still a problem because it's not that we don't have the skills yes. or the talent. Um, is that, you know, those opportunities somehow elude certain communities. And it, when even when we talk about ethnic diversity, um, you're more likely to see someone from um, an Asian background in those positions than you'd see someone from specifically from a black background. So there's still a lot of work to be done. Yeah, yeah. it's 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 some of the um, like I've done a I done a panel recently and I spoke about the power of difference and some of the. Um, you know what happens with diversity and inclusion is all through fear you know people having yeah. fear of saying the wrong thing fear of um of how to have those conversations um fear of the difference and rather than embracing the difference um and um you know when i was young i certainly wouldn't have thought about it, the fact that it would be a black woman that would be you know, helping me find my way down the road, you know, like you were saying, all of that technology, everything that you're involved with and, and that you have been part of, um, you know, em emerging all of the um, fantastic things that we benefit from every day. Um, and I would like to say thank you. And the fact that, you know, it's, you know, you're a role model, you're an inspiration, but that is not something that I would realise that I would be able to, that, that would be an inspira aspiration or inspiration for me when I was young, because you cannot be what you cannot see. That's and, right. you know, you, and the representation there. Um, and Ole had started just before you came, came back on to talk about some of the social impact, some of the work that you're doing through social mobility and how you are involving partners now to help to create those positions for people. So it'd be really good to just, if you could just extend that, um, Ollie and Nikkei, a little bit about, you know, so because we really want people to listen to this, to watch this, to replay it later and it'll be on Spotify. We'd like to get it out to the commercial market, to get them to mm -hmm. know mm -hmm. about AFBE, what you guys are doing and why the partnerships with AFBE are really important so that we can keep increasing the footfall and the social mobility. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I, I'll, I'll say that the work that we've been doing has has been in many ways, there's been a lot of work for the people who could potentially benefit from the value of a career in engineering. And then there's been a lot of work done for those uh, employers and institutions that are in some way ha have the good fortune of being able to manage this uh, talent. And I think what we've seen certainly in the last year, uh, especially with our ability to now be able to hold events online as well as in person, is that we were able to do something which we weren't able to do before. And I think we spoke about this when we spoke last year, Louise, which is um, creating a, an environment as opposed to just an experience. And what we've been able to do through repeated programs, you know, whether it's the uh, work placements that people get or some of the exposure that they get to the Thames Tunnel project or some of the coding clubs uh, work that we've been doing and some of the Saturday sessions that we've been running is that we've been able to, if you like, 
expose these young people to some of these experiences over and over and over again. What used to happen is you'd go into a school and until the next year, that that uh, young pupil never sees you. And if all you have is sort of a flash in the pan, you don't really get that continued experience. And in many ways, that what we have been doing in the last few years is really an extension of what we've been trying to do for the last 15 years, which is work within community. So for a very long time, Quite a lot of the work that we were doing was under the radar, but it was working with those people who really needed they really needed the help. And we have seen numerous people, and it, it's so nice now that you're, we're now starting to see some of the people that we came across years ago who are now in the in the the profession. And I think I may have told you the story of somebody talking to Nikkei and saying, "I can tell you don't remember me," and it <laughs> turns out that this is somebody they met when he was still a very young boy who's now a member of AFB's executive board. And so we've been doing a lot of that work, but what we've been doing a lot more of, even especially in the last couple of years, is really working with the organizations. So we have about 55 corporations that we, we're running uh, programs in, and we, we've come up with a, a working agreement or something we'll work on for the next 12 months. And it covers issues around recruitment, and it covers issues around workplace cultures, and it covers issues around how they can help their talent progress to senior levels and increase help increase that representation. But as as Nick has said before, we are still, you know, we must not um, mistake the, uh, the 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 loudness of a, of a vocal minority for the voice of the majority. There is still a lot of work to do, and there's still many people that need to get the message. Thank you so much, Ole. While she was speaking, I was thinking about social economical disparity because that's one of the things that I've been looking at in the DEI sector at the moment. And I've been I've been speaking about it and I'm part of um, an organisation where we're writing a paper. And I'd like to ask you, do you think these organisations, these commercial spaces, really understand the social economical factors? And uh, uh, Nikkei, do you want to, uh, do you want to speak, speak about um, that? Yeah, no, no, um, that's a really good question. And I, I forgot to say thank you for this opportunity to, to be on your platform. Um, yeah, so, 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 so I think, I think, I think you, you're right in terms of uh, people know that they need to do something. They know that they need to do something. Um, but what they need to do, they don't, they don't really know. And, and, and just a lack of understanding of the challenges kind of people face. Um, I was talking to uh, Noah, who happens to be uh, the young person that we, we met at 16 and we didn't recognize, and he's now an engineer. And he was talking about, um, you know, uh, people going into to school uh, and their boilers broke at home. So they haven't had a, a, a shower, you know, they haven't, they've had a cold shower, they've had to come into school. Um, you know, no, no one knows that. No one knows what the backstory is. And they just assume these young people have, are behaving a certain way and haven't understood um, the challenges that they've had to, to go through. Or, or the young, um, young lady that is expected to look after her younger ones every day and still has to study, still has to do well and still wants to get into the best uh, universities. So those, 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 those the, the intersection between, and, you know, there's a strong lots of statistics that shows that ethnic minorities uh, experience specifically experience these barriers so there's an intersection between social mobility and the community that a lot of people don't marry up and 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 the expression of what it means to be a a, a black person in the uk has to consider 
all those factors and even where those factors are not involved you still have the issues around biases you still have the issues around discrimination um and, and, and racism that you have to deal with so 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 whichever way you cut the cookie um you have some major challenges that you have to deal with and 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 and, and sort of the assumption around um what your social st status is and your social background even that is that is another issue in itself um you know if you don't sound a certain way if you don't drop your t's if you don't you know if you don't conform um that could be seen as a barrier as well because then you know people can't place you in this box um this nicely this neat box of oh ethnic minority or this neat yeah. box of social mobility that they want to place you in yes yes and and funny thing is with that specific point it can work both ways it can work with a person who does not sound like they expect you to sound as a person of color or the person who does sound like uh you know is true to their background and it, it can work against you it can work against you both ways i mean sometime in december last year i was invited to this meeting and it was a meeting of industry leaders and they were specifically talking around net zero and how we can meet the challenge of you know the the climate emergency and then they came on to this issue of talent and particularly the next generation and all of the conversation there was around people are young people are really aren't interested in this area um and you know that we just don't have the people and then they'd ask me a question and once we started to talk about the fact that actually 31.8 percent of all uh undergrads studying engineering at the moment uk domiciled are from black minority ethnic background somebody then sort of reflected to me afterwards. It says, so what are we talking about then? Because we, 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 we've been saying there's no talent, but actually you have a number of people who through systemic, for systemic reasons, have a hard time getting into a job, even when they've got the exact qualifications of somebody who has a name that sounds white. And it's those kinds of issues that 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 uh, do need to be addressed. But because you have this chasm almost between those people who happen to be the leaders within the industry and where the talent actually is, there aren't enough people who are from those communities who reflect those communities. There is that gap of understanding. And so you will have somebody come to an event like one of the ones that we organized. And after looking at everything that we were doing, their question for me, which they just kind of sprung on me unawares was, do you make money out of this? Because for them, it was, they just couldn't, it, it just didn't connect. You do this stuff that you don't get paid for and there's nothing wrong with getting paid for it. Um, why do you, why are you actually doing this? You must have some other motive, but that just reflects the kind of disconnect that there is often between the industry leaders and the people that actually they need to bring into the industry. I'm enjoying this consultation so much. This is a free consultation. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we haven't even talked about flames. You haven't set the yet. world on fire yet, Nikkei. <laughs> we told you about that last interview that he, he done with me. So <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm going to I'm going to take a break on this free consultation. You guys are lucky to be getting all of this information and golden nuggets. You haven't even had to pay for it. You are so lucky. <laughs> We're going to take a break. It's about a four-minute break, naturally, through the, through, the, through the radio. Please do not touch that dial. You are locked into Revive FM 94.0 on the Power Hour with my powerful, powerful, powerful guests. We'll be right back. 
It's cold here. Being indoors is the same as being outdoors. You could heat a home and keep a family alive this winter. Just £150 can provide a family with a stove, fuel and blankets. Through Muslim Hands, help someone survive winter. Keep them warm, keep them alive. Donate now at muslimhands.org.uk अगर आप वजन घटाना चाहते हैं तो ये इसे ठीक करने के बारे में नहीं बल्कि शुरू करने के बारे में है सेहतमंद तब्दीलियां किसी ना किसी तरह छोटी तब्दीलियों के साथ शुरू होती हैं और आपको अंदर बाहर बेहतर महसूस करने में मदद करती हैं ताकि आप सेहतमंद हो और अमराज से लड़ने के ज्यादा काबिल हो सकें आपका वजन कम करने में मदद के लिए एनएचएस के पास बहुत सी तजावीज हैं सर्च करें बेटर हेल्थ आइए शुरू करें Taj Grill invites you to the world of Pakistani cuisine. With every dish prepared to perfection, why not try our sizzling mixed grill, our famous masala flavor? Choose from our selection of freshly made curries and allow the Taj Grill experience to speak for itself. Visit us at 72 Ilford Lane or 508 Ilford High Road or call 0208-262-6476. We also offer catering for all your events. Call us for more information. If you want to advertise your business on Revive FM, then visit www.revivefm.co.uk or contact our sales team now on 07944565616. That's 07944565616. Advertise with Revive FM. Revive FM 94.0 on the radio on your mobile and online hello hello and welcome back to revive fm 94.0 on the power hour with your host today myself louise power this show is about community matters diversity and inclusion a platform for women leadership entrepreneurship and inspirational stories and i'd like to say welcome back to my two consultants <laughs> dr dr ole folayan and dr nikke folayan thank you ever so much we was before the break we was we were they were speaking they introduced themselves and they were speaking to us about the association for black engineers and also speaking to us about the disparity within the industry so so welcome back and i just wanted to to extend actually on some of the things that you were saying so in all occupations there's a, there's some information here from um nuffield university um and that um we've um it says here that um what nigerian sounded names would need for example eight cvs um for a follow up as opposed to a british sounding name needing four um and they they done a, they done a um they also done a um a a to collect some data that um we, we needed to send out people that look like us um cvs you know three times the amount than people with those british sounding names so so really interesting the way in which you know it's always that against the grain that harder journey that we need to to make isn't it all the time um respective of our industries mm, mm, that's right that's right yes i mean uh, uh there there are so many studies that show that we still have all of these um you know biases in the way that we perceive people and the way that we perceive the world and sometimes 
that means that a person looks at a CV or they look at a candidate. Uh, but um, there is this backdrop of all kinds of perceptions that they have, which they project onto the candidate. And that often means that we're not actually what it means is that we're not getting the best talent. So that, you know, there are times when uh, very often this issue around diversity and inclusion is framed as a way of giving others an opportunity. And we would almost put a link between that and social mobility. But in reality, all, what it really is about is about those perceptive filters by which we view others being removed so that we can see talent for what it is. If anything, it's a search for competence rather than uh, ra rather than some uh, way of, uh, you know, giving everyone else an opportunity. And obviously the loser from that kind of approach of, you know, uh, uh, discrimination are the businesses and the communities and so so that ultimately that's that's what this is really about it's about it it, it is about a search for competence yeah and ultimately it's becoming in businesses interests to start to think about this because it, it, you're going to end up with the blockbuster hmv effect if they don't keep up with the times and if, if they are not doing what a lot of other businesses are trying to realize they're going to be phased out soon enough 100%. I mean, it says here, six months after graduating, black minority ethnic engineers um, in full-time work already encounter a, gen a, encounter a pay gap. Yeah, not a gender pay gap, just anybody, they encounter a pay gap. Is this, is this so, some in institutional bias issue or is this because we there's a lack of lack of knowledge people don't know what salaries to ask for or a mixture of both I think personally I think it's a mixture of both I think I think the fact that you know we we've been taught to be grateful for what we're given and, and not to demand anymore um and you know I encounter because I mentor a lot of people so I encounter this all the time where uh you know we're just grateful that we've been included and 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 it's almost taught behavior um from you know from our families as well to 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 just be grateful that we've had this opportunity instead of thinking I'm the prize here you know they're lucky to have me and I should be demanding so there's that's one side of it but the other side of it is the expectation that you're you're naturally expected to accept a lower offer um you're naturally and you know when you demand more than you're expected to demand that becomes a problem for a lot of organizations because then you become a problem like who do you think you are um i've i've encountered this because uh, you know i i i tend to um I tend to I tend to have a lot of mentors, including Ollie. So, you know, uh, if you if you're offering me something, I will check with my mentors that this is this is acceptable. And if they think actually you you you're more value than that, I will come back to you and I will ask for for more. And sometimes some people uh, actually. Um, Someone had once said to me, "Nikki, Nikki, Nikki, come on, come on! You, you, you know, you're, you're, you're asking for too much." But the reality is that before I demanded what I was asking for, I checked with a number of people at that same grade level, and I wasn't asking for even anything more than um, they were getting. So I, 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 I think that there's an expectation in society, if you're an ethnic minority, that you will accept less. And from our perspective as well, there's an expectation that, you know, you should just be grateful. And that needs to change. And, you know, I'm really glad with Gen Z, because in Gen Z, that is changing, because they're realizing the value 
of who they are and are not demanding for less than they, they deserve. Yeah. There are some things I think about an organisation where integrity comes into it. And if you know, you've employed that person because of their capabilities, their willingness to want to work with you and the ability to do that role. So you should pay them accordingly. And if, and if there is lack of knowledge there, I think you have a responsibility integrally to let that person know that they've come in too low because once they find out they'll be leaving anyway and then we're back to retention again and then we're going round and round and round and then there's no representation again so it's if if these organizations really want to embed this cultural change they're going to have to take the steps to actually This is something that, you know, something that we are really trying, real movement we're trying to make. I have a question for you, Nikkei, actually, about being a a woman in the world of engineering and and the the work-life balance, how that's been for you. The two intersections of being woman and and being black. So it's a big question and just about the work-life balance and, and managing that. And, you know, how that has, has been for you, I'd be really interested to know. Um, uh, when it, well, thank you for that question. When people talk about work-life balance, I always say, what is it? I, I don't know. I haven't, I haven't really worked it out yet. <laughs> so so, so um, I always say to people, there are times that you um, <laughs> work uh, hard and there are times that you life hard. And it's just deciding what the priority is at any given moment um, of this. And, 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 and to be honest, I can say this because I'm at a level where I can say, um, this for a lot of people, it's a real struggle, and uh, to be a woman in an industry where you know, um, certain there are certain expectations in terms of your te- technical knowledge and your expertise, but there's also um, a, a, a lack of recognition many times that you know that you're not just one dimensional, that you have a whole life around you that you have to work around, and with the pandemic, that's made that really worse because. Um, you join a meeting um actually just before christmas we had a kind of meeting with a client and as i was presenting my 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 20 18 month old at the time barged into the room to to have his own say uh on 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 a meeting with a client and my natural instinct was just to feel a bit embarrassed initially to say oh gosh you know this doesn't look good and I had to correct myself to say, well, this is this is life. Um, I, I, you know, we're in a pandemic. This is life. I am working from home and these things happen. But I can imagine that if the same thing had happened to me a few years ago, I would have been a, in a really, really bad space mentally for a long, long time. Even issues like, you know, how I wear my hair. Um, you know, so, um, I, I remember a, a colleague of mine once turned up to a meeting, the head wrap. And after the meeting, getting a, 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 a call from another woman saying, you know, you're so unapologetically African. And she was like, no, I just, I didn't, I, could, I didn't have time <laughs> to do anything in my hair. It's, I'm not trying to make a political statement. I'm not trying, this is who I am. So, 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 so issues around that uh, are more prominent. 
also issues around you expect it to be a certain type of subservient and um, I, I, I tend to be do the opposite so I get into a lot of trouble because uh, for example going into a meeting and I say something and no one kind of seems to listen and someone else who is male and, and probably white says the same thing and, um, and and all of a sudden everyone agrees so so one of my my meetings um, I said something and that happened and I and and then someone says uh, Nikki do you agree I was like yeah yeah um that, what Bob said so next time just direct the question to Bob don't ask me and you know it made everyone laugh but it made everyone think about yes um, so yeah so there are there are still issues around um just generally as an ethnic minority in the industry expected to be the quiet one in the meetings and expected to have um an, an agreeable opinion and as soon as you start to uh you know uh have a, a difference of opinion sometimes you're seen as problematic but I've learned to kind of just uh, well you know um, and make sure that from an expertise perspective you need me to be working on your project so you will do what I say because that's the right thing to do um, that's my approach not everyone can do that but that's that's the approach that's really helped me because for a long long time I was bullied in this industry so I know how it feels to be bullied and I won't be bullied anymore. Well, I, de I, I, I definitely believe you. <laughs> but, but, but more importantly, kudos to you. And again, I'm just, and I'm inspired as a mum, as a single mother. I navigated the space of entrepreneurship and the DEI space and everything else. So, and the world of tech. And, um, you know, you have to find that balance, especially, you know, around gender parity, around so many different things and everything in, in interlinks, those intersections continue to interlink socially, um, you know, um, gender, race as well. And um, it's something that we do, it's a superpower, really. It's something that we do all the time. We don't think about it. Um, and there's, other, you know, when I done a panel recently, with um, a panel, and, I, and there was a, uh, some free free white women who were speaking to me, and we had a really really open conversation, and they were saying, and one of them said to me actually, I never thought about that before, or I've never had to think about that, and I think these are the things where um, we really get an opportunity to open people's minds when we have those co peer to peer um, conversations. Um, what would you say needs to, what are we looking at ahead now in your industry? We're looking ahead 2022 and beyond. You've been in the thick of it. You've done awesome amount, amounts of work. Um, you know, everybody in the industry, industry, we all know what the, 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 the barriers are. But what do these organizations need to be doing in the future? Apart from making sure they get partnerships with AFB, of course, what... <laughs> What else do they need to be thinking about um, in terms of retention? You know, is it co-mentoring? Do we need to go to these executives and, and sit down, top down and say, let's have a conversation? You know, do we need to bring in external speakers? Are we having, these, are we having a co-mentoring space? Um, what are the things that we need to be doing at the top level to, to say all this work's been done now this is what we're looking mm. at for the future Ollie, mm. yes i mean i i think that uh, 2022 if there is a if there's a slogan that we want to use for 2022 it should be time up 
and it's oh. time up for performative allyship. So the question I would ask to any leader of any company right now is when it comes to this issue around racial parity and other things, but specifically around racial parity, is do you really want this? Because if you if 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 you don't, we can always have a banal conversation about how diversity is good for the future and how we can quote McKinsey's at you and tell you how good it is for, for your business. I've never particularly liked making that argument. If you're all a bit nice to me, you might earn a few extra bob. It's not an argument that kind of really appeals to me. But the question we would ask leaders is, do you really want this? Because if, if you do, if you want to have a proper conversation around it, then we 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 recognize that in many ways the businesses that don't follow through you know nick i gave a good, very good example there of you're a mother who is an engineer working within an organization your child walks in uh if you still have a culture in which people freeze at that moment or think of that as a distraction that person is going to go away and go to another company where they understand that you need a person needs to bring their whole selves to work so if you are interested in this and it, it's going to be vital for the future of your business and once we start with that basic understanding and that basic acceptance that you need this for your survival almost we then start to look at some of the more practical areas. So how do we go about getting this talent? And that for us is linking up with the community. Every city in this country will have parts of the, of the of, of that uh, city or parts of where you are, where there are children, a high proportion of children on free school meals and where there are issues around social deprivation. Uh, can we find a way to ensure that when we are thinking of where we do our campaigns, we are thinking about those contexts? Because as it happens, that's also where a lot of minorities also tend to be statistically. And then we talk about also what's happening when people actually come into the company. Have we tr Are we truly building an inclusive culture? And are we starting to interweave aspects around DNI and embed them into areas to do with progression, areas to do with appraisals? Can we make a, a commitment to diversity and inclusion a uh, competency on which people are appraised when, when, when we're looking at how well they're doing for the company? And then we then start to look at uh, issues around progression. And, you know, we look at the supply chain, all of those businesses that often stands that in order to be considered favorably for whatever it is they're, they're, they're bidding for, they need to be able to demonstrate social value and not just in the sense of, uh, you know, we, we we give a bit of money to charity here and there, but we're actively, our engineers, our, our, our staff are actively committed uh, within this community to, to, to actually creating a change and ensuring that our companies become a true reflection of the community in which we're based. If we're not doing any of those things, those are these are these are now not moral things to do. They're things that a business needs to do in order to stay relevant and to to to, to come into the twenty first century. Uh, and so that's that's the question I, I come back to to any business leader: Do you really want this? Um, <laughs> I'm just like, honestly, I'm, I'm I don't even have anything to say. <laughs> and this, that is a lecture, and that is an important one. Do you really? want this yeah and i think that you know this take the tick box exercise away from the fact that it, the, the fundamentals of what we have to do to get by but do you really want this and nikkei would you like to extend on that 
Um, yeah, when when Ollie said, "Do you really want this?" I just thought about a song. <laughs> I know the song. Yeah, you guys, you guys are so fun. I need to get up <laughs> in Scotland. <laughs> what I think about is how exceptionally well you've both done, and you know, Ole did speak to me a little bit about his colourful childhood, and and. And I think, you know, having both the fact that both of you have have done exceptionally well, um, I know I keep saying it, but it is so inspirational because there are so many kinds of, I don't want to keep saying barriers, but things that make it quite difficult in some of the Western societies um, for people from underrepresented groups. Um, and as siblings, you've both done exceptionally well. Um, were there was there something like Nikkei that you can remember from your 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 your, your childhood, perhaps that helped you to to, to stay focused? Um, to be honest, it's 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 for for me. It was just having role models. I I, I didn't really have a choice um, in terms of <laughs> um, in terms of kind of everybody um, ahead of me was kind of is a is a kind of a trailblazer in their own in their own right. And um, I never have felt that I couldn't do something because of my gender. Um, I, you know, it was always kind of both our parents were always um, about you can do it and it, it it doesn't matter what anybody says or thinks. Um, you know, I, you know, you know, used to have uh, conversations with my brother, even from a young age, where I just kind of thought, you know, I want to be like you when I grow up because I just I didn't have... Um, you know, as as young as I was, I, I kind of understood that you've got to, you've got to you've got to do well. Uh, you you get got to do the best that you can. Um, the society needs to be fair. That was mostly for my mum. And even if it isn't fair, you've got to do well. Um, yes. So so those messages, reinforcing those messages of 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 you know, regardless of what's going on around, regardless of the challenge, regardless of whoever thinks you can't do it. Um, and I know that Ollie spoke about um, uh, our, our mom talking about um, someone saying he could do better. Uh, yeah. And that was that was the attitude, just like, yeah. uh, you know, <laughs> you're doing the best that you can. And that's the most important thing for us. And that's sure. really helped us. And that's really helped me in times when I've kind of felt really discouraged. Um, at some point, I wanted to leave this industry because uh, I, I, I always say I had a demon for a boss, uh, like literally dropped down from hell straight into my uh, domain. And, and, and uh, you know, but <laughs> somehow I got through, <laughs> through that <laughs> because I had people like Ollie to talk to. Um, and I'd sometimes on weekends, I'd just spend time. I had this black book where I used to write all the horrible things that you said to me. Oh, and just no, having no, someone to. So serious. Yeah, it's yeah. Really, very serious subject. Like, yeah. you know, as much as, you, well, the way that you did illustrate it, I mean, I just, I started to, I'm, I'm a visual person. So I just. <laughs> 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 so but the, but the main thing is that we've got to I know they're barriers and they will always be barriers but we've got to kind of keep the prize 
in view. And once you have the prize in view, regardless of barriers, you will fight for that prize, not because it's a it's a prize, but because you deserve it and you deserve you you, you have value. And that's the most yeah. important thing. One hundred percent. That's right. One of the things um, as well that I've found speaking to different guests, speaking to people from different places in the world is that when people come from other countries to the UK, there is a, I'm not saying that that there there is an ambition from here, but when you've come here specifically to change the legacy of your foundation, to to change, um, to, to generational change, I think there sometimes is a different parenting objective and 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 at another time i would like to perhaps bring you both back when speak about the differences even within our own underrepresented (laughs) cultures right the differences because within with i know that some cultures it's you're going to be a doctor a lawyer or an engineer actually no there's no talking about anything else what are you talking about there's no nothing else that's what you're going to be yeah that's right. That's right. What, what was it? Lawyer, doctor, accountant, engineer, or disgrace yeah. to the family? <laughs> that's it. <laughs> or who are you, right? Yeah. That's right. That's right. That's right. And, 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 and actually, I think that as much as some of those expectations do come with their own individual pressures, yes. that I would have appreciated growing mm. up some of that kind of incubation because... I think that you know, with our, within our own communities, again, we have so you know, we're we're we're, we're black people from different parts of the, the world doing yes. things very very differently, and there's a there's a type of unity, and and yeah. and and le- lessons that we can learn from each other as well, Absolutely. even even Absolutely. even within within our own communities. So I know that will yes. be a, a different a different show. But Absolutely. We're, we're, we've got like one minute, so I just like you to tell. I'm going to have to get you two back. And, um, <laughs> and, and by the way, we share a mentor because I, I, I I'm not too shy to, to ask Golly, am I, Ali, to when I need you. So Nikki, <laughs> I'm, I'm sharing your mentor. I just need. <laughs> That's fantastic. I learned from both of you. <laughs> I never gave him a choice, by the way. It was just free on this day because I need to talk to you. Yeah, good. That, that's how you do it. And that was it. How how can um, people find you? Um, and just if you just let people know how, how they can find you, and 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 um, then of course, um, yeah, I'll put some more information up when this is released. But it's been brilliant. Just let people know how they can find you. Um, well, you can find us via our website, www.afbe.org.uk or www.afbescotland.org. Um, so you, you can reach us there. We're on LinkedIn, we're on Twitter, we're on Instagram as well. We're not on TikTok, but not yet. maybe maybe those not belly yet. dancing videos yeah. will make it to TikTok. <laughs> my belly dancing career is about to start. So I might go on <laughs> That's it. And, and the next time you're here... I would really like to do engineering explained, right? Because what I, found, what I found with tech was that people didn't know what's tech. And now I know it, we, we, but I would love to do engineering explained, especially for the younger audience, because yes. so they can see everything that's sort of under the umbrella of 
of engineering because it, it might not be as hard or as difficult or as far a reach as they think it is. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Thank That's you right. ever, ever so much for joining me today. I'm honoured. There's been no, ex there's no, nothing's happened. You know, Ellie knows what I mean. Yeah. <laughs> we made it. We made it. Yeah. He told me that story and I've never forgotten. <laughs> when he was younger. Yeah. Thank you both so much. Nikkei, it's been an honour. It's been a pleasure. You're a complete inspiration you. for meeting you. you. Ole, a pleasure, an honour, absolute inspiration as always. And we'll, oh, thank we'll, you. We'll, thank we'll, you for having we'll, us. Yeah, thank, thank you ever so much. And and we this will be on Spotify after the show, plus all of the links with which um you know we have provided already today. So have a fantastic, fantastic weekend, and we'll speak again very, very soon. Thank you. Thank that you. was thank great. You. Thanks very much. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye. Bye.